You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to The Dev Show. I'm Deborah Eckerling, author of Your Goal Guide and founder of The Dev Method, which is my system for goal setting simplified. My vision is to give you the tools, inspiration, and motivation you need to figure out what you want and help you make a plan to get it. Let's get started. Welcome everyone and happy mid-year. Woohoo! I feel like I need streamers or something. I'm so happy to have you joining me today. I'm Deborah Eckerling, author of Your Goal Guide and founder of The Dev Method. I specialize in goal setting simplified and event outcome optimization. Whatever your goals are, you need your people, you need inspiration and motivation, and I bring that to you every week. I lead the Goal Chat Twitter chat on Sunday nights, and then on Mondays, I bring in friends to dive deep into the topic, and then Thursday, it magically becomes an episode of The Dev Show. So whether you're watching us live or the replay or listening, we are glad you're here choosing your goals and choosing to hang out with us because we're going to have a great conversation, and for our annual a happy mid-year party. That sounds so funny. Um, I brought in some of my goal chat friends to just chime in and share what they're up to, but also motivate and help everybody make, we got six months left. So I don't know how good or fair or mm, the first half of the year was, we have six more months to make awesome things happen. And what better people to join me than my goal chat friends. So I love, we've got Jim Fuse, and oh, I should mention that my guests today are people that I only met through the magic of social media, which is absolutely, you know, the keyword in social media is social. So Jim Fuse, Fusion Marketing, and Naomi Nakashima, uh, help me Naomi, and Jennifer Navarrete should be here shortly. I'm guessing she got caught up in a Twitter space wormhole, so she should be joining us shortly, but in the meantime... Uh, Jim, Naomi, so glad you're here. Uh, will you please tell people um, who you are, why you're awesome? Let's start there. Well, well first, what, I'm going to give you some applause. I, I, I'm hoping this is going to work for uh, for the mid-year show. Let's see if it works. So that, that did that work? It, it worked perfectly. It would have worked better had you done it at the beginning when I said happy mid-year. Well, I didn't want to, you know, I, I didn't, we didn't talk about that beforehand, but uh, that's my new toy. That's the uh, Roadcaster Pro 2 and I have buttons. I can actually get it to work with StreamYard. So that was, uh, that was my first time doing that. But yeah, I, it's been an exciting uh, 2022, right? Is that what you're wearing? Sometimes I forget. Yeah, we're, I forget we're too. Like in, I'm in my fine. studio so much and uh, I've actually been able to to get out and, you know, do some speaking at some uh, different conferences. I got to speak at uh, PodFest and VidFest at a full day with my friend Chris Stone and a bunch of other speakers on the Amazon Influencer Program. And then I just got back, uh, I guess it was week before last, I was in Lima, Ohio for uh, the um, Social Media Week Lima, which uh, Jennifer... Uh, not Jennifer, uh, Jessica. Jessica. Ford runs. And right. that was that was an amazing time as well. So that's one of those conferences. You need to go to that sometime, Deb. You need to put that on your on your goal list to to go speak <laughs> at, at that conference. Uh, well, I'm still all virtual, but it is definitely on my list, mostly because the bobbleheads. Yes. Yeah, I should I should have brought my bobblehead down here with me. It's it's uh, upstairs with my uh Atlanta Braves bobbleheads, but but yeah, I've been working on uh, virtual event production, Amazon, and working with Toastmasters. I just finished my uh, role as president of my club, and I'm now going to become what's called an area director. And I'll be helping four clubs uh, over the next year uh, work to grow themselves and, and get better. So I'm excited about that. And uh, 
Toastmasters, yeah, Toastmasters is one of those things that a lot of it's still being done virtual. But if you're looking to improve your your public speaking and even there's leadership opportunities as well, I think it's a, a great, great thing to consider. Well, so you're doing a lot of everything, which is great, but you've really jumped on the live bandwagon. But we're going to get back to that in a second because I want Naomi to come in and let's admit it. I stalked you because we had talked about having you on again and then crickets. And then I saw you on Clubhouse the other day and I'm like, oh, good. We're going to message Naomi because I know she wants to be here. So thank you for letting me stalk you. Welcome. And please tell people why you're awesome. Um, <laughs> that's such a tall order. Um, I'm so glad that you stalked me. <clears throat> I appreciate it. Um, and I also like, I felt so bad cause you're like, Naomi, I messaged you everywhere. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, I have been, <clears throat> Oh, what have I been doing? So, um, well, mostly I've been doing a lot. I have been coaching. Oh, what have I been doing? So, um, I think we've got some echo. Yeah. I don't know what that is. It threw me off. I'm sorry. Okay. It's gone. I think. Okay. Um, (laughs) sorry. I don't know what happened. Okay. Anyway. So I've been doing a lot of coaching. You both know that, uh, I'm a ghostwriter and I started building up a community on TikTok. And, um, it quickly became one of my favorite platforms and people started asking me like, do you do any one-on-one coaching? So I started trying to break into that space, but of course there's so many book coaches now, (laughs) like everyone writes their first book and they become a book coach. Um, and I was talking to another friend of mine and they say, well, you know, um, they're on a mission to help. Uh, like a million people write a book. And I was like, that's my new goal. I'm going to help a million people. So how do I do that? So it became like, it feels like an impossible goal, but it became like my goal. And so it was like, okay, so that means streamlining. That means one to many. That means group coaching and masterminds. Um, I launched a writer coin, which is a cryptocurrency that is attached to my group on discord. So as people are working on their books and they're part of this community, they get to earn this cryptocurrency that they can then use to attend workshops and, um, you know, work toward their goal of writing and publishing their book. Um, And it's funny that you found me on clubhouse because that's one of the things that I am about to leave behind um, in favor of YouTube and just kind of streamlining and and choosing my channels carefully of what message am I putting out there to reach that million person goal. <clears throat> well, that's, first of all, fantastic. <coughs> and um, second of all, I think, first of all, I'm a firm believer. If you have something to say, you want to write a book, absolutely do it. I also think if you are, if you are coaching people on books, definitely finding a way to stand out is key. I actually wrote, so I've written three, your goal guides, most recent in my baby that I talk about all the time, but the lesser known first baby was purple pencil adventures, writing prompts for kids of all ages, which I wrote because I've been leading this goal group for years and I've been coaching people. And I said, I have to write a book. I'm helping people write books. So that was the first one, right on blogging was the second and both independently published and this traditionally. Uh, and I think independent publishing has gone, it has gone such a long way since the early uh-ohs when, um, what were they calling it? Vanity press people were using it for vanity press. I think it's such a powerful tool now to get the who you are, what you're doing out there. Jim, have you written a book yet? Remind me. I have not. That's uh, definitely, um, <laughs> you know, I keep being around all these these book people. Just interviewed uh, Catherine Lang last week on the Tim and Jim show. And she actually, I think, does some book production as well as writing a bunch of books. I, no, Naomi, are you guys connected? You and Catherine? We are not connected, but I know who she is. She probably okay. has no idea who I am, but I you know exactly who she is. You guys need to connect. I think you guys would have a, 
have a good time uh, talking. Yeah, because she did a thing that was like eight weeks to write a book is what we talked about last week. And so that and and even following some of the stuff you're doing, Naomi, is it's got me motivated. It's just, you know, it's it's doing the work is, you know, that's I've been letting that get in my way um, to actually get it out there. And, and so Catherine is also a semi-regular of Gold Chat. So all you have to do is hang oh, out a Gold Chat, right? Yeah. And and you will be connected. So Jim, now expect the universe to be constantly sending you things about writing books. Uh, but so it's we've we've been through the first six months. Sounds like you you're both doing well. Um, what has been your biggest challenge so far this year? Naomi, do you want to start? Oh, gee, Deb, do I have to? <laughs> yes, you do. Um, well, I mean, okay. Um, so last October, well, okay, where do I start? I don't know where to start. So I'm sorry, um, is it okay that I asked you this question? Yeah, it's okay. It's fine. Um, I haven't really talked about it much publicly. Um, but okay, so, you can make something up if you don't want to get the. Oh, real can I? <laughs> yeah, totally. You're a writer. Yeah. Is that not what we do? <laughs> so uh, my father, well, my father-in-law died um, last <clears throat> September. Uh, so coming up on a year, and that kind of started this whole cascade of things. My husband left me two weeks later because uh, he didn't. He didn't want to be a dad anymore. He moved in with some other lady three hours away, uh, right as I was starting chemo treatments, because this all came out with a, a cancer diagnosis. So that all kind of hit me, right, like as we were heading into the holiday season last year. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, for for a good long while, I wasn't sure how I was going to get through that. Like I was, I was determined to be the, you know, you hear those kids who are like, well, my mom's a single mom and she was, you know, and I was like, that's what my kids are going to say about me, you know, but I didn't know how I was going to do it. And there were certain things where I was like, I'm going to be fine. I already knew I was going to be okay because we, when we moved out here, it was on my income. Like it was my income and my credit that got the town home that <clears throat> I was living in. I didn't need his uh, income for it because when we moved out here, it was my job that was, it was my business that was paying for everything. He was out of work at the time. So it was, it was one of those deals where I was like, I knew I was going to be okay. I just didn't see how I was going to be okay. Um, and uh, um, this is, going to sound so bad, but lucky for me, a good friend of mine also got diagnosed with cancer at the same time. It sounds horrible to say, <clears throat> and I'm sure you both know Owen, uh, but he's been a rock for me through that because he was someone that I could talk to because I have no friends here. Um, and I have no family here. We moved out here to be with my, with my husband's family and then he left me. So I didn't have anyone to turn to. So Owen ended up being like that rock that I needed. And then uh, thanks to Owen and Teresa, it became um, that's how my vision got like focused in like, okay, this is what you're going to do. And this is how you're going to do it. And now every time I want to make a decision, I'm like, I, I'm remembering the things that they told me and just, is it something that I want to do because it's going to further my goals? Or is it something that I want to do because I just want to say what the hell and try it. And so being able to put things on those two plates has really kept things in focus. So yeah, <laughs> sorry. That was really heavy for a, what's your struggle? Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I asked the question and, I knew the answer, and then I realized I probably should have asked you before we went live if it was okay to ask. Yeah, I definitely wasn't expecting to have to talk about it, but I did it without crying. So, like, <laughs> but I think what's really important for people to know is that you're still here, you know, and you're going to continue to still be here, even with 
whatever's going on in your life. And you're such a rock for, for your children as well. And, and I will say part of why I want to have you on the show. And I say this all the time. This is when I get to catch up with my friends as a way to check in with you. And I see that you're doing great, which is amazing. So, and I'm in full remission now. So, yay. Okay, where are my gold stars? I feel like I need something better than a gold star for remission, but take it. Take it, my friend. Okay, on that slightly lighter note, Jennifer has joined us. Thank you for, I, I, I guessed you were in the Twitter space of the wormhole. Was I correct? Uh, actually, I am in the middle of a biphasic sleep experiment. And I'm still with heavy on the experiment. So I'm still trying to figure it out. And I, I'm not really good on my timing, obviously. So thanks for being so gracious with um, my experimentation and the oddness that happens when you experiment. I liked my reason better. <laughs> but that's okay. Because it was much... I, Jennifer, welcome. Thank you for joining. You missed all the hullabaloo. But can you give like the 30 seconds of who you are? And then we will jump back into business as unusual. Right. Uh, my name is Jennifer Navarrete. I'm at ePodcaster on Web 2 and Web 3. And I'm a 17-year podcaster. I'm someone who's a big community builder, speaker. And lately, I'm really big into Web 3 just because I see the power of it for us as creators. It's true. Because we're, we're living the future. And I think one thing that, that everybody in this party has in common is that we're, we're at the forefront. You know, Jim, Jim's like one of, and I, I probably know more people than I think I know, but in the, you're one of the first people I saw doing live video and the Amazon live. Jennifer, you and I met, well, I met all of you through, through Gold Chat. Um, but you're big on the, you know, you started the podcast post month, which was amazing. If you're going to jump into something, do it wholeheartedly for a month and you're stuck with it forever. And Naomi is, my goodness, all I have to do is if I need a laugh, go to your posts because you always have something accurate and Maybe a little bit on the smart Alex side to say, <laughs> but to give levity to all that is going on in the world. And I think as so blogging space, writing space, live stream, podcasting, web three, we have these tools. These tools are what these tools are what has kept everybody sane the last two and a half years where it's just been virtual and now it's more hybrid connection. So in answer to what you were just saying, Jennifer, absolutely, yes. Um, I am now going up to Jim with probably, he's going to have a little bit of a lighter answer than Naomi, definitely. It, it's a it's a little lighter, but it's actually not not light. It's, uh, it's kind of a different thing. But first of all, you talk about a small world, Naomi. I saw Owen and Teresa at, uh, at Lima. They were there in person, so I got to spend some time with them because I've been following Owen and what they do with YouTube for, for a long time. So if you're looking to learn about YouTube, definitely people to talk to. And of course I'm going to, I want to know what Jennifer is talking about with this sleep thing. Cause I saw you post something about that earlier today, I think on Twitter. And I was like, what is that? And I didn't get a chance to Google it. So, but, uh, but my, my struggle and really my family struggle for this year has been, aging parents. Um, my dad is 83. My mom is 82. And my dad is, uh, you know, has had some challenges. He actually um, had gangrene and had his big toe amputated um, because he, he does have type one diabetes. And this is that been where he'd been in and out of hospitals. So parties like, how did they not catch this before it got to that stage? And so, and of course I know my parents aren't on social media, so they probably won't see this. Um, but, but trying, you know, and I have three siblings, but trying to get my parents to like, you know, Hey, we need to sell the house that we grew up in and move you into something that's easier to manage has been, been the big, uh, the big challenge. And at least I was able to see my dad a, a couple of weeks ago when my niece had her high school graduation. And that'd been the first time I'd seen my parents since, uh, before COVID. So yeah, that's, that's been been really the challenge I've had because, uh, you know, I think, you know, everything going on with the business has been, 
uh, has been a blessing. And so I, you know, sometimes I think that's what keeps me focused is having something to do. So I'm not thinking about those things all the time. Well, good on you and lucky because it sounds like your whole, you've got a whole family support system as well. Is that accurate? Yeah. Yeah, Unfortunately, my, my youngest, uh, my sister, who's the youngest is the one that has to deal with the day to day because she actually lives by, by my parents and, so she ends up being the uh, the potential caregiver. So, I, but me and my brothers are trying to support her as best we can. Okay, that that deserves like five gold stars. So I only have a couple, but you know, do do the applause for you. No, I I think <laughs> I didn't think you were actually going to do it for yourself, but good, good, good on you. Well, you told me to. Well, <laughs> if everybody did what I told them to do, oh my goodness. Well, see, as, as, as a as a married man, when my wife tells me to do something, I do it. So, that's, oh, you're trained. Um, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, we're going to go to the victories in a minute. Uh, but Jennifer, uh, same question to you: what what challenges have you been facing? So um, last year, I left a um, last year in, in the early part of 2021, I said goodbye to a large project that I'd been working on for many, many, many years, because it wasn't any good for me anymore. And, you know, sometimes you have to make those hard decisions. And what I really worked on in that time was really developing what it, what do I want to be when I grow up? And um, I've always had my business. I've been an entrepreneur for many, many years, but these larger projects are all consuming. And those client projects take every ounce of all the good that you have in you. And what I discovered was I was giving myself the leftovers if there was any leftovers to be had. And I made a real, real big decision that I wasn't going to ever give myself the leftovers again. And so that really is a shift in the types of projects that I work on, as well as making sure that I don't lose myself in those projects and allowing myself enough time for me. But that's a struggle because I am someone who goes all in on lots of things. So trying to figure out what that balance is has really been what I've worked on this past year while I've been discovering Web3 and other things and shifting kind of what that means. And there's a lot of growing pains with that, but it's also a beautiful process, even though it can be a painful process. So Jim, to answer your biphasic sleep question, um, biphasic sleep, which I didn't know that's what this was called until um, Amy Detweiler told me, oh, what you're doing is called biphasic sleep. I'm like, oh, I just kind of thought I'd try this out. It's breaking up your sleep and you're waking. I have these really amazing, powerful night owl sessions and I would tweet about them and talk about them where it's like, oh, it's three in the morning and the house is quiet and nobody expects anything of me. And I can just be in my bliss without any interruptions. And I would do those here and there. But I thought, what if I lean into that? What if I really lean into that sweet spot? Because I also need to be awake in the daytime when the rest of the world is awake because I have client projects and I, of course, want to be awake when everyone else is awake as well. So I started breaking up my sleep. And I decided to dive all into this experiment for the summer because the summer is a little bit more of a loosey time to kind of figure it out. But it is an experiment. And it's like, oh, does this work? Oh, does that work? No, that doesn't work. Okay, this. And that was that's kind of where I'm at is I'm figuring out that I need to include fitness with this in order for it to be a success. And it's a lot of trial and terror, but in a great way because it's an experiment to see if this works for me. I like the phrase trial and terror and someone used it recently on the show, but I didn't think it was you. Yeah, I have used it before. Oh wait, you know what? You said it in the chat. That was it. Okay. We can credit it to you. Thank you. But is that not life? Yes. Doing more of what works for you and less of or eliminate what doesn't. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Because if I think about that, we are designing our life. It doesn't feel like it sometimes because it's coming at us sideways. There's things we can't control, all those things. So we know that there's going to stuff be stuff that comes at us sideways. So how about we design what we can control? Because someone asked me recently, hey, Jennifer, what would you do if you could do anything you wanted to do? I'm like, oh, I'm kind of already doing that. But that was because I designed it that way. It doesn't mean that it's wine and roses, sunshine and flowers all the time. Nothing is. But even in those challenging moments, those are things that I would rather be challenged in than things that are things I don't want to be doing or things that I don't enjoy or with people that I don't enjoy. So yeah, that design your life thing is another thing I'm really leaning into and still learning what that means for me. Which is, again, exactly why I do what I do, why I wrote your goal guide, because it's all the foundational stuff, right? You can't get what you want unless you know what that is. And you can't figure out what that is if you're not taking the time to choose yourself and work towards the life that you want. 
Yes. Choose yourself that right there. Just like underline, bold, exclamation points, like pop color. Choose yourself. (laughs) Yes. And if everybody, well, choose yourself in a way so that I was going to say, if everybody chose yourself, the world would be better. Um, And is it selfish? I don't think so. Because when you're a better you for yourself, you're a better you for work, for your family, for the people around you. Okay, the nodding is great for the live show, but it's going to sound <laughs> terrible on the podcast. Oh, yes. So let's keep it coming. Yes, I agree. I completely agree. Yeah, we were nodding like uh, vigorously, folks who were listening. <laughs> thought you could hear my head shaking. I'm sorry. <laughs> but we could. So, so we've had these challenges, but we've also had victories. Because the last six months, first of all, I blinked. Seriously. Is it been, it, like, it's July and this week. Um, where did the first six months of the year go? Because it's been, you know, mostly good. I mean, everybody's lives are challenge laden, some more than others, but let's talk victories. Okay. So Naomi, biggest victory so far this year? I'm in remission. Yay. Um, okay. I'll pause again, Jim. <laughs> yes. Um, Biggest victory. Um, besides that, um, well, I mean, I launched my my writer coin, the cryptocurrency. Um, I am, you know, it's really funny too because you talk to authors. Like, I see, I can see publishing going into Web three, and I can see those trends. Uh, but when I bring it up to authors, like these are people who don't trust Microsoft Word yet, <laughs> right? They're like, it doesn't even autosave. What do you mean? Like <laughs> NFT, no. So like trying to bring them on this journey with me is, has been um, fun. But I, th- I think that's probably one of my, one of my best, one of my favorite moments, I think, oh, over all this, as far as direct accomplishments of things that I'm doing is that I launched this cryptocurrency that I'm growing this community with it and um, that it's working, that people are earning rewards while they're writing their books and they're feeling a sense of ownership rather than these other programs that they have to pay. So the, the coach gets the rewards while they're earning, you know what I mean? while they're writing their books. Um, I think this, I think this writing community is just, it's just turning into such a great thing and I can see it in the future. I can see so many other people doing this and I can't wait to see so many more authors adopting that. Fun trailblazers, each and every one of you. It's exciting when, when you see that, Oh, it's working and people love this. Mm-hmm. So, so Trailblazer Jim, what about you? What do you consider your biggest victory so far this year? Yeah, I would say the the biggest victory definitely for the first half of the year was uh, my friend Chris Stone and I getting to lead an Amazon Influencer Day in person at um, VidFest and PodFest in Orlando. Um, we got a lot of great uh, feedback. We We think that may have been the first time at a conference that there's ever been time devoted to that specific topic of, of the Amazon Influencer Program. And uh, Chris Kermitzos, who runs the event, was extremely pleased with it. So I think there's maybe the possibility that, you know, maybe next year we'll uh, we'll be back doing it again. And, and I think uh, it's one of those things that people still don't really understand. I know Jennifer was on uh, uh, Keith uh, Keller's, did I say that right? Um, uh, Twitter Space, and we were talking about it, and and even looking at how maybe you can use Twitter Spaces as a way to promote Amazon has been kind of spinning through my mind, especially for those that have the chat feature, and you can use the Nest. You could have a conversation about products or books or whatever, and and that actually gives you some leeway that you may not have on the live platform. So I think that's. Uh, you know, because I, I mean, Twitter spaces, I mean, Jennifer is a, a rock star at it is definitely another area I think that's growing. And uh, so I was even thinking maybe Naomi, when you said you were leaving Clubhouse, maybe you're going to bring your, you're talking to, to Twitter. 
because, you know, there's 300 plus million people there waiting to talk to you. And you only need a million of them to meet your book goal. (laughs) And I'm like 75 there. So I only need 999,925. There you go. Small steps. (laughs) Jim, now, as I mentioned before, you're like one of the first people that I know who really dived in to the Amazon broadcasting. What was it? How did you know? Where did that come into your life? It it was actually, um, I won't say it was accidental, but Ross Brand had put out a video about on YouTube and in the StreamYard community, like, you know, hey, you can get approved as an Amazon influencer. Watched the video, uh, went through the process and got approved. And uh, Chris Stone and I had been wanting to do a show together for a while, but it was kind of like trying to figure out what we were going to do, where we were going to do it. So, you know, basically Amazon became our our playground, our sandbox, and it gives us the opportunity to, to experiment with, you know, different tech, with different things. And, you know, and then the other piece that it's been amazing is we've gotten some really amazing authors to be on our show because, you know, when you tell an author like, hey, your book is launching, how'd you like to talk about it on Amazon? They're like, what? Um, you know, because that's where they're selling their books. So mm-hmm. not only are they live, but the live stream is playing on the page of their book while we're live. And then, you know, we repurpose it into a podcast. So they get get themselves some, uh, you know, exposure. And it's, you know, it's just a lot of fun, too. And so just just the fact that I can talk about, you know, millions of products, stuff that I like, and maybe make a little bit of money off of it is is really uh, you know, in fact, next month, I want to say around July the 20th will be two years that we've been on the platform. And of course, Prime Day is coming up uh, July 12th and 13th. So we'll be be pretty busy with that. So it's uh, yeah, it's been not it, it's far exceeded my expectations. Um, but I also see where it's opening up other opportunities, especially just in general, helping people with, you know, live video and helping, you know, and even ourselves figuring out how to bring things into a camera when, you know, because you, sometimes you need more than one camera. So that's been another uh, fun thing to do because I've always been a, a little bit of a, of a nerd, I think. That's a good thing. Well, that's exciting and fun. And yeah, that's all. And we were talking about this before the show because I'm completely, as an author, I'm completely intrigued by how people use that as a platform. So thank you for the extra bits of insight. Jennifer, what has been your biggest victory so far this year? Well, so real quick, Jim, live shopping, you are so right on the money there because everybody's doing live shopping now. Instagram is doing it. YouTube's doing it. I think Facebook's got it going on as well. And there's talk about Twitter really embracing that live shopping aspect. So you're really onto something. The other piece to that is that if you're someone who's doing it for yourself, you can become a producer for others. And there's a whole other business market just from that. And because you've got that experience, you can really leverage that in a really great way. So love that you're doing that. It's definitely a hot, hot trend. What has been my biggest win so far this year? Um, I started looking at Web3 in March of 2021, kind of just, just to kind of poke at it. And then in July, I thought, ooh, this is kind of actually pretty serious. And I launched a show with my friend Shane Mata, who was the person who got me involved, called the Crypto Content Creators. And we did season one. And then um, in November, I did social media and the blockchain for national podcast post month. And I took it to the blockchain in January. I did a 31 day challenge on Twitter spaces called blockchain creators. And through all of that, it was really me learning and sharing what I was learning. And that feeds into my learn, share, grow model, which is the motto that I got from being a head of the social media club here, a chapter in San Antonio. And I really embraced it because I, it made so much sense to me. That's how I've lived my whole life. I just didn't have a little motto to go by. So the whole learn, share, grow thing speaks to me, but I kept having people asking me, um, I love that you're doing these, you know, micro podcasts. I love that you're doing all these things and you're sharing information, but will you do a workshop or do you have a course or do you do coaching? And finally I thought, well, okay. So in March I launched, uh, the social media, you know, blockchain for creators kind of a course in March. And I thought, I'm just going to do a course every single month, a workshop every single month, four hour workshop with a one hour follow up the following week. Let's just you know, experiment and see if this is what people want. And I knew that it was going to be something very early adopter. 
I'm an early adopter. It's way early for Web3. So if you're in Web3 actively, which way to go, Naomi, um, and you're doing it, you're still really early in in this. And so what I said was, okay, I'm going to reach out to those other early adopters and I'm going to guide them in the same way that I was guided. And the goal would be that they learn it, they understand it, they use it just as an individual human being before you know, big companies roll in before the internet marketers roll in so that they can be the guides for others. And that's, that's been my thing. And I've been able to hold one every single month where at least one person signed up and attended because these are paid workshops. And, and, and usually it was more than one person who was signing up. And I feel like to me, that's a really big win because as someone who is an early adopter, I was doing podcasting in 2005, social media, 2007, 2008, I was holding, you know, camps and user generated conferences. So I've been an early adopter very, very much in the early days. I mean, shoot, I was in on the web in the nineties. You remember like the 2,400 baud modems and the 14,4 baud modems. And when we got to 28.8, it was like blazing speed, you know? So I've been involved in that the whole time, but I've always been someone who uh, shares everything that I'm learning without really thinking about the business application for any of that. The business application has always come like, just because people are like, Hey, you're doing that thing. Can you do that thing for me? Can I hire you? This isn't so much different, except I really can't see with that really long perspective of what it means to be an early adopter. And so I'm really embracing and leaning into it to be the guide for other early adopters and to really grow the community in a way that is organic and hopefully wonderful, a wonderful experience for that because the masses will eventually come. And if there's not enough of us guides who have the understanding and can really you know, lead people on to how to use it so that they can benefit, then it could be something that people crash and burn because crypto and, and Web3 is complex and it's not as easy as anything else. Once you get involved in it, you have an understanding of the terminology and how it works, then it's easy, but it isn't easy getting in. And if they're, and I really want to train the trainers, the potential trainers and the potential guides. So I'm really happy about having just decided to lean into it and just going forward and just hosting these workshops every month. I'm getting ready to launch a, a group coaching. I'm getting ready to do an event, that, a virtual event, like in the fall. So I just thought, I'm just going to lean all in. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Let's have some fun and let's see what we can do to really grow this in a wonderful way. And I think the element of fun, that's like the most important thing because you're not having fun. Why are you doing this? And uh, yeah, I absolutely. Think- <laughs> absolutely. If you're not going to have fun, then do something else. <laughs> Yes. Words to live by. Explore, you know, Mm -hmm. figure out what is going to bring you that joy and dive in there. And I think that, again, common theme, you're all doing what you love, but in doing what you love, you're helping others do more of what they love. So it's the summer. What fun? And then I'm going to ask you about what are your plans for the rest of the year, but let's like take a commercial break and talk about the summer because we should be having fun. Are we having fun? What fun things do you have planned to enjoy, Jim? Well, I'm a uh, partial season ticket holder of the Atlanta Braves, so I go to a bunch of Atlanta Braves games. I was actually there last night, it was great until the ninth inning. Um, and uh, but also, I'm, I've gotten into uh, bourbon tasting. And actually, Saturday, my wife and I are going to Nashville. And we're going to do a uh, tour of the Jack Daniels and George Dickel distilleries, you know, where we get someone drives us. So I don't even have to worry about that. So looking forward to that. Um, and then my, my biggest, I don't know if you call it fun, but I'm training to run the Marine Corps Marathon in October. So I started doing that last week. And, uh, so that if I if I complete it, which I will, I'll have run it in my 30s, my 40s, and then my 50s. So I don't know if I'll run it in my 60s. I got to get through the 50s first. That's so cool. Way to go, Jim. So yeah, so it, that's my fun. That count, but are you and your wife still doing ballroom dancing? You know, we we stopped when uh, with COVID because it just you know and and. Uh, I think we might get back into it at some point, but I think finding the time has been the challenge. And actually going back to something that Jennifer said about learn, share, and grow, I think that's what I like so much about what I'm doing with live streaming, right? Things are constantly changing. Like I literally, this applause thing was because I just got this Roadcaster Pro too. So like learning new tools and how we can do things better. And I think it's really uh, fascinating. I, I'm, I'm a, uh, 
I'm behind the two of them as far as Web3. I'm I'm following it, but and I own some creator coins. Now I'm going to have to go buy yours, Naomi. Hope is it on Rally? No, it's on Roll. Okay, I'll have to check Roll out. Um, Rally and Roll. But uh, I, I think the coins are, are a great idea. I really do. And I think, uh, but I think Jennifer hit it on the head. It's just so like you're really like like early early adoption is what's going on right now. And so a lot of people. Because I kind of joke sometimes, we still are having problems getting people to grasp Web 2.0, let alone get them to 3.0. This is true. That always amazes me because every now and then I'll hear a story about, is it too late to get on social media? And I just kind of stare. And then I'm like, never too late. You know, it took you this long. Good luck. Go for it. Because it's this is what keeps people social it keeps people connected and i don't think even though web3 is exciting and i'm i'm somewhere i think between jim and naomi and jennifer i've spoken at jeff pulver's web3 conference a few times about getting the most out of the conference but dipping my toe in just enough to see what's going on and seeing that they're really cool stuff on the way for sure so Jennifer, other than sleeping weird, what fun <laughs> things are you doing this summer? Uh, you know, the, the that's kind of fun. I, I started daily walking because I wanted to experiment with the move to earn space. And that's with Web3 where you get paid or rewarded for moving for fitness. And I, I've already played around with play to earn, which is gaming. You get paid to game. And of course, uh, the way that I'm doing posting and stuff is, is kind of uh, create to earn. And I just recently discovered that there's something called listen to earn, which was a surprise to me for on podcasting 2.0. So I'm like, okay, there's, I'm, I'm thinking every single thing that I can do in the regular space, there's an earning ability on Web3 that can tie to it if I can discover it. But I, I accidentally discovered that this podcasting 2.0 app that I had been listening to some podcasts on, not all, I'm, I've been with Apple Podcasts forever back when it was called iTunes. But all of a sudden I started noticing these Satoshis that were like every minute that I was listening, I was getting more Satoshis. I'm like, what's happening here? And I found out that that app has decided to pay its folks who listen using their app satoshis for every minute that you listen so i was like okay well this is a really easy decision i transferred every single one of the podcasts i'm subscribed to to that app so that way i can listen to earn so to me that kind of stuff is fun and it sounds like oh is that really fun i thrive on that whole learning of like ooh, it's shiny object what does it do oh this is really cool and then you know where, where how does this tie into everything else and oh is this something i can teach and is this something i can share and so for me just that endless learning and the endless discovery is fun so playing with with shiny objects that is your fun the most fun right Which I love at least it. not sharp objects <laughs> yes right yeah <laughs> And you could be listening to the dev show and earning listen to earn because yep. you can listen to the dev show podcast everywhere. Yes, so if you're true. listening on that, send us a message because I really, really want to hear about this experience. Well, well you know, Jennifer's got me all intrigued now because as much moving as I have to do, I, I need to find out about all these move to earn things because you know maybe it'll pay for my, my trip to the uh, marathon if I move enough. Oh, definitely. It's pretty awesome. So Naomi, what fun things do you have up your sleeve? Nothing nearly as physical as any of those things. Um, <laughs> so um, my fun thing this summer is I want to try diamond painting. So I found, uh, <laughs> excuse me, I found a thing on, Etsy where they made uh, they made a pattern for diamond painting out of the millennium Falcon. So I'm going to get that. And um, my ex-husband is going to have the kids for a week in August. And so I'm thinking that'll be a week that they won't knock it over. Cause I've literally been waiting cause my kids are wild. Um, so I've been waiting to get it cause I didn't want to buy it. There's, you know, all these really tiny rhinestones that you put into these patterns and I've just been so scared that if I buy one of these things that I really want to try, that there it's just going to be everywhere. And my cats will end up eating it. So when he gets them for the week, that's going to be the week that I'm like turning everything off and hopefully getting it done in the week. 
And your children are adorable. They are. Thank you. But they are. They're amazing kids. They're wild. Like, don't let me fool you. They're wild. (laughs) Well, I I seem to remember the last time you were on the show, uh, your youngest was kind of crawling all over you. And you just kept kept talking. So you are definitely skilled with the child juggling. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Excuse me. He was, um, oh, my gosh, that was. It was a couple years, right? He's four and a half now. He's about to turn five and he still crawls on me. Um, he's just bigger now. So like when he comes up to crawl on me, you can see him more. Like instead of just seeing the, the top of his head, you can, you, you can see him and he pulls on the whole chair and the whole chair comes over. But yeah, he's <laughs> their dad has him right now because of my illness, because <clears throat> my illness, because I was sick and I was like, I need to rest. So I've spent most of this weekend just downing NyQuil so I can sleep and not have to worry about the kids. Well, self-care is hugely important. Mm-hmm. For sure. So we've got another six months left to this year. So at the end of this year, what do you want to say that you've accomplished? Jennifer? I want to look back and realize that I I went all in in Web3, which I have, and that there were people who were early adopters that said, I kind of dig what you're doing, Jennifer. I want to go on that journey with you. I'd really like for that community to have, you know, established and to really be gearing up for 2024. The way I look at it is that probably the next 18 months to maybe you know, three years is really where we're going to start to see folks going in. But right now, I'd say the next year is still early adopter. You know, until you see grandma jump in, that's when you know you have mass adoption. Not to say that there aren't grandmas on Web3. There are, but those are the early adopter grandmas. We're talking the traditional grandma. Remember when she showed up in Facebook and people were like, oh my God, grandma's on Facebook. That's the grandma that is, in my mind, is that mainstream. I feel like that's probably two to five years away. But in this time, it's really time for early adopters to really embrace understanding and learning and taking the time because we definitely have time to learn, which is nice. You don't feel like you're behind like, oh, everybody's there and I'm not there. Nope. If you're there, if you're looking at it right now for the first time, you're an early adopter. It's a shame you're not more passionate about this Web3 stuff. (laughs) Imagine. If only I could muster the energy. (laughs) If you paired it with a little enthusiasm. Now, I, I think it's wonderful because you clearly are living this purpose you feel. So, yay you. So, Jim, in addition to running this marathon, oh my goodness, so cool. What big win do you want to accomplish by the end of the year? I, I think uh, launching, it's either going to be a mastermind or a, um, we're even talking about like a, a boot camp for people that want to become Amazon influencers and helping helping them get started and moving forward because it's uh you know, there's a lot of questions about it. It's always changing. And so as much as we were thinking about doing a courses, and I, I'm sure it's the same thing that Jennifer runs into with Web3, is the stuff changes so much. It's almost like it's, is it really worth making what we would call a traditional online course? Uh, and and I think that's the challenge we have with Amazon. Things are always changing. So it's like, what's going to be, uh, you know, more effective? And then, you know, not as a, uh, as big, but I, I, you know, I'd like to get my website updated and also at least have a draft of a book, if not actually publish a book before the end of the years. I got okay. Getting massive applause by Naomi over there. Good. I, I'm surprised you haven't been guilted into writing a book sooner. <laughs> Naomi, what is your your big goal for the end of the year? Um, I have a lot of big goals, but I think right now the <clears throat> the biggest one that I want to finish by the end of the year is, um, and I won't go into details if that's okay, because it can be um, it can be divisive. But I am putting together a um, anthology. I'm I'm publishing an anthology with authors on TikTok. We're going to be calling it. FYP or for you page. Um, and the idea is we're going to first launch it onto Kickstarter to raise funding for the publishing itself. And then um, it's a charity book. 
So all of the proceeds after the Kickstarter, because you can't use Kickstarter for, for charity. So the Kickstarter is to raise the funds to produce the book. But then once the book is produced, all of the sales are going to go uh, to a charity. Um, and I'm like, it sounds like a small thing, but like I wrote so far to 15 celebrities for endorsements on this thing. Like this is going to be huge. It's going to be the biggest project I've ever worked on. Um, so I'm, I'm excited uh, uh, about it. That's my, that's my goal for the, for the rest of the years. We're getting it out by January 1st. Excellent. Oh, that's exciting. But I think you gave us more details than you planned to because thank you. <laughs> when you're that, but it, I think you gave us just the right amount of details. You've got this thing and it's going to be coming together and watch for more information. Pretty much. I did. I didn't want to go into which charities and stuff because, but yeah. That's okay. We'll, we'll have you back when you're, you're more talkable about it. Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. So for the people, let, let's let's give a couple doses of inspiration, and then I'm going to ask you all to gift a goal to the people who are tuning in. Um, what is one thing that, that you want those who are either watching or listening to know? They're like, okay, year's half over. I'll just start again in January. I don't get those people. This is why I do goals year round. But what is one one hip, one bit of advice, one bit of inspiration to share to help people to be like, no, keep going. It'll be fine. Uh, Jim? Don't compare yourself to others. Um, you know, we're all at different stages in a journey. And so when you see this stuff like Ni Naomi and you and Jennifer are doing, you know, People don't realize how long it took you to get there. There's no shortcuts. So don't get frustrated because you haven't, you know, got there. I mean, it's it's amazing sometimes when we see people on uh, social, they're like, oh, well, this person's got all these subscribers on whatever channel. It's like, it didn't happen overnight. And so it it takes time, you know, just try to get better 1% every day is what I say. Love that. And Naomi? What what inspiration do you have? Um, I don't know if you'd call this inspiration, but what I would say is if you're if you're looking at what goals you had at the beginning of the year and you're thinking, well, it's too late now. I'll just start again next year, which a lot of people have have that thought. I'd say find something you enjoy about the process of what you're going through. A lot of authors this is where this is coming from. A lot of authors love having been written. They love having been published. And so they always think about the reader experience after the fact. And they don't really, or they forget, I should say, they forget how much they enjoy the writing process itself. And so if you find something that you really love about the process, you don't only just have something to look forward to, but you can also enjoy doing the thing. Um, and I think that that, <clears throat> I think that that really helps reestablish what your goals are and get you working toward it. Cause you're not just relying on that end goal that feels out of reach sometimes, but you're also celebrating every little bit of progress there and it feels good to do. I am so with you. And one thing that, that I, I try and do all the things that I tell people to do some weeks and months better than others. But in June, I reinstituted the win list. So every day I'm writing one, two, three wins and they can be like really minor. Like I made soup. Well, actually that's kind of like a major thing because I love soup, but whatever your wins are, if you're keeping track of them, when you need that burst, all you have to do is look at these things and it helps keep you moving forward. Uh, the other part is, and I love what you're talking about, you know, you might not be there, but you're getting there to look at what you've done because it's not, 
it's not just about reaching the goals. It's about living the life that you want. And that's why I start with mission and motto, because when you know what you love, when you know what you're about, then that fuels everything. So if you haven't taken a step back to look at why you're doing what you're doing, it's the perfect time. It is the mid-year. Give yourself a refresh and move forward. That being said, Jennifer, do you have some inspiration to share? I do. Um, there on Mondays, I do this daily Twitter voice and on Mondays when I do my, when I, I go out and say happy Monday, I say it's Monday. It's the beginning of a week of promise. And I got that week of promise from Luria Petrucci, you know, because everybody thinks of Garfield like Mondays, bah, bah humbug. But she would always jump in and go, oh, I love Mondays. Mondays is the beginning of a week of promise. And that really sunk with me. It resonated with me because I thought, I've never thought of Mondays as the beginning of a week of promise, but I want to. So I embrace that and I share that because I think every single week is an opportunity to start new every single day, every single moment. We can flip a switch and make a decision. We can draw a line. We can, you know, create a list. We can do it all those things. But I think we have to give ourselves permission that everything is new. So if nothing else, if you're looking at it as, you know, six months are gone and I'll forget it on Monday, remember that it is the beginning of a week of promise. Anything can happen. It's the beginning of a day of promise. It's the beginning of a month of promise. It's the beginning of anything of promise. And it's up to us to decide what that promise can be. Again, that doesn't mean life doesn't come out of sideways. It doesn't mean there aren't things that you know aren't fun that are going to happen. It will. But if we focus on the fact that it is a week of promise, a day of promise, a month of promise, a year of promise, a life of promise, that shifts the way that we kind of approach the things that we do, or, or it certainly has for me. So I would just encourage you to look at insert blank of promise. I'm living a life of promise. I'm having a day of promise. This is the beginning of a week of promise. But I can tell you that hearing that from Luria totally shifted the way I look at Mondays. And now I'm excited for Monday because, oh, it's the beginning of a week of promise. Yay. I love Mondays because I get to hang out with my friends and let other people watch. Think of the good things and the best way to start your week. I love it. That's amazing. Now, before we go into gifting goals, uh, where can people find you? Let's start with you, Jim. Yeah, I mean, Twitter and LinkedIn are probably the two best places, but I think I've uh, also got a tap link, I think, that uh, you were going to share where they can also find some uh, some other places that, uh, that they can t- connect with me. Yes, absolutely. And you can also go to thedevmethod.com slash blog for the recap for this and all the previous shows and this link to Jim as well. And so Naomi, where can people find you? Um, I am, I'm help me Naomi as in the Jedi um, all over social media because I'm, I'm that geek. Um, uh, my discord server is at who wants to write a book.com. Um, so if anyone wants to write a book, <coughs> Jim, um, <laughs> and you want some support from a community, you're welcome to join. Um, and yeah, that's other, other than that, it helped me Naomi, like pretty much everywhere. Excellent. And Jennifer, where can people find you? I am at ePodcaster on Twitter. And so everywhere on Web 2 and Web 3, if you look for ePodcaster, and if you go to Twitter, my Twitter profile, you'll see my one link that has all the other links for whatever it is that I happen to be doing at any given time at every given part of the year. Excellent. And again, if you go to thedevmethod.com slash blog, you will see the recap to these and the other shows. And then Thursdays, the Dev Show uh, podcast goes up new episode every week and I am at the dev method everywhere for your inspiration and motivation. So before we wrap, I really want to give people some goals. So what is something that they can do today, tonight, tomorrow? I know you've already given some inspiration, but guess what? You get to give a little bit more. Um, What can they do to really start the next half of the year on the right foot? Jennifer? I would say be open to experimentation and experimenting in public because I shared that, you know, I'm I'm experimenting with biphasic sleep in order to kind of have the sweet spot balance for my work life, what works for me. Um, I'm experimenting in public. I'm telling folks what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, where I'm failing, where I'm succeeding, what works, what doesn't work. And I do experiments every single month. In, In May, my experiment was move to earn. 
Um, in April, it was the Walk Talk Challenge. You know, every single month I'm experimenting, but I do it in public. Number one, it holds me accountable. Uh, number two, it it's shares my that learn, share, grow process I'm going through. I share it with the world. And I mostly hope that people will be inspired to be willing to be vulnerable with experimentation because the reality is that not every experiment works. Not everything is, is successful. How will I know until I try it? So it can either be a wonderful win or a fantastic failure, but it either wins or fails. And it's the experiment, not Jennifer, not a podcaster who's winning or failing. It's the experiment. And there's a real freedom in allowing yourself permission to do things in public that may or may not work. So I encourage you to experiment and give yourself permission to fail fast, get good, and to get those wonderful wins. Love it. Um, and if you need a community, if you want a good place to experiment in public, you can also join the Write On Facebook group. Link is in the, um, in the, what do you call it? In the chat, in the comments. The comments, that was the word I was looking for. But will also be in the recap. Every day I do a different thread where you can share what you're working on and your wins. We love Toot Your Horn Thursday, but it's also a way to connect with other people who will support you. Um, so, Naomi, what goal would you like to gift? Um, that is a really good question. Uh, okay, so um, I was sitting here, too, like trying to think of an answer while she was talking, and then I got so involved in her listening to her answer, it just completely, like, didn't think of my own answer. Um, so I would say if you are um, – if you if you really want to tackle the the rest of this year right now, sit down and think about what you want to tackle. But more than that, write the story of what this inspirational moment is for you right now. Like, describe the room, describe what you're wearing, things that you're you know smelling in the atmosphere, whatever. But like, recreate this moment in a story and think about the inspiration that's hitting you right now. And the joy that you're going to get when you when you reach that goal. And then when you're, when you're struggling, what this will do is this will give you a new tool. So when you're struggling and you're hitting it and you're like, oh, I'm going to give up. This is too hard. You can reread this story and put yourself right back in this spot, in this moment of inspiration. And kind of everything will, will hit you again. You'll remember the inspiration and how happy you are with what you're doing right now in this moment to re-spark it again and get you there. Oh my gosh. Hold on. Let me jump in here. You, what you just said, Naomi is so powerful because what I heard was that you were asking us to time capsule this moment yeah, so that we could go back and unpack it and re-experience it because we time capsuled the moment. That's yeah. beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. I was going to say that. Okay. I will say that. It is beautiful because when you're able to keep your eye on the prize on what you're working towards, that's what's going to keep you going when you seem like you're not getting anywhere. You're getting somewhere. Remind yourself. So I love that too. Jim, you have to follow that. Sorry, not sorry. Right. right? No pressure. Uh, I'm going to tell people, if you look at everything that's happening across the different platforms, like even the latest announcement from Facebook, Everything is going to where video is just going to continue to be a part of our lives. I mean, even even in Web3, like if you're in the metaverse, right, you're wearing these, um, you know, like I have my Oculus Quest and you're engaging with people in a virtual world. Well, get over being afraid of video. And and it can be as simple as just taking your your phone, uh, your, even your computer. If you if you don't want to do that, record yourself, right? Make short videos. Get over that fear. And you don't have to go live. If you can get to going live, you know, that's great. But like even on LinkedIn, you can upload up to a 10-minute video. So my my challenge, my goal is start to get comfortable with video because it's only going to make you better. It's going to help you with both your personal and your business brand because it allows us, just like we are right now, we get all the senses of the conversation with the exception of touch, taste, and smell. And of course, Jennifer... And Naomi may be fixing that with Web3. I don't know. But uh, that that's the only thing you're kind of missing. It, And that's the power, I think, sometimes of a video that we forget. I love video. 
because not just because we get to do this, but because you you can connect with anyone anywhere. And after two plus years, if you're not comfortable with Zoom by now, what's wrong with you? No, um, you should at least have some comfort level to be good with taking it that next step. So I think that is a wonderful goal. These are all fantastic. I will put in my my two, three or four cents saying, if you are at a loss, it's okay. You've got another six months of the year. It's the beginning of the summer. Think of things that you look to the end of the year. What is that that goal that you have? Or And it could just be being happy and then see what the goal of being happy, where that takes you. But it's never, I don't like talking negatives. Every day is the perfect opportunity to rethink your life, rethink your goals, figure out that mission and follow it. And I am so, I'm just so glad we were able to have this conversation today. Thank you, Jim, Naomi, and Jennifer for helping me celebrate the mid-year. And if you are tuning in, thank you for, for watching or listening. Let us know what you are working on and what we can help you celebrate because everything is worth celebrating. Go on out there and go for it. We know you can do it. And remember, happy mid-year. Thanks for listening to The Dev Show. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Need more inspiration and motivation? Connect with me on LinkedIn, follow at The Dev Method on social media, and check out thedevmethod.com. Best of luck with your goals, and remember, you can do it. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.